Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Terrace House Tokyo podcast. My name is Stu. I'm an English guy that lives in Tokyo. Well, oh, God, sorry. I was so enthralled by how softly you were talking. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm a Sumi. I'm a Japanese British born girl living in Hong Kong. Wow, yours was. How are you doing? So, you like that? You so like that talking? Quiet. You were so. <laughs> normally, you're like punchy. You're like, hello, everyone. Like that, but you just so, I mean, like, wow, it, I was just, I forgot my cue almost. You were like sending me into, into a soothing sleep. I'm trying some new stuff out. Are you trying to make your voice sound as good as mine? No, we both know I'm never going to get there, but I can try a little bit just to sort of, you know, harmonize a bit more. You know what? I'm actually wearing... I'm wearing a face mask right now as we speak and doing this podcast, even though. No, you're not. Are you really? Yeah, of course I am. Look, it's because. Look, let me show you my video. Can you see uh, me? Not yet. Because the reason is I'm in my own room, but. Oh, yeah. I know a couple of people who had to get tested and then they're negative, but then one of the people I was hanging out with last week, she's now in a quarantine camp. Um. She's tested negative, but the incubation period, she's worried about it. Now, my friend Jess has found out that um, her building, there were two cases in it. And I was there literally on Sunday having dinner. So because of the fact that I live with my flatmates, I'm just trying to be extra cautious. Yeah, good good on you for um, that. There's a lot of people not taking as much care. So uh, good for you. And also, I feel kind of ugly today, so I don't want you to see my face. You look great. <laughs> nice shirt. Is that a dress? It is a dress. Thank. It's my grandmother's shirt. My dead granny. Not the not that anyone knows my living granny, but just to distinguish for you which granny it is. It's it's the it's one that passed cool. away. Not of coronavirus. This is like five years ago. Um. This is going to be a fun episode, <laughs> isn't it? So, current current crazy shit going down aside. How are you? How have you been? Oh, um, so I told you I took up running, right? Um, on Tuesday, yesterday, I just did over 13 kilometres. Yeah, I'm assuming he's smashing it. My goal, yeah. My goal this year was to do 10k, and then I smashed that within like two, maybe three weeks. So then now I realise that my goal this year, I'm going to try half marathon. Do it. You can definitely do it. You've got this of every confidence. I want to try and do the um, Cambodia one, the Angkor Wat. Apparently it's meant to be flat and it's like meant to be stunning. Wow. Sounds good. And it's like December or something. So, you know, if you're around, I'd be up for it. Um, but yeah, today I tried to do just a little bit of running outside. It was so hot. Like at four kilometres, I thought I was going to like, oh, it was horrible. Horrible. It was so hot. I was wearing a face mask. I thought I was going to die. Oh, how are you doing? I'm all right uh yeah like this last week like i had i haven't been able to just because um i went to the doctor so i haven't been able to like eat normal food for a few, for a week or so so finally today that's all over so i can actually eat some like food that isn't basically uh soft noodles or um tofu so uh yeah ate loads of food today so hold on why why were you but what why would you choose soft noodles on tofu uh, Are they, do people say that that's the, the most digest? Well, I went to doctors about my stomach and apparently this is just something that's very easy for your um, gut to digest. So like this white stuff, basically. I was allowed to eat white bread, 
soft noodles, eggs, and tofu. Um, for and you were like white bread, yes, hit me up. <laughs> yeah. Um, for people who don't know stew that well, stew loves bread. <laughs> like he literally probably would be a bread roll reincarnated if he wasn't a baker. I fucking love right? bread. Yeah, yeah, I love butter. I love bread, and. Yeah, so I, it wasn't actually that bad at all. <laughs> I added butter to no, my don't diet. Don't make well. it sound like you 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 purposely tried to play the sympathy card by saying <laughs> soft white noodles and tofu, but actually you were able to eat white bread. Like I have no sympathy for you now. Do you know what? Like, because I like I couldn't really the, the the nurse gave me the instructions of stuff I could eat, which was fine, and I sort of got an idea of it, um, but. Essentially, I was. I just said to her, I was like, so it's basically just white stuff, right? And she said, yeah, I guess you could say that. So I've just extended that to all white stuff. So just, you know, if it's cheesecake or, um, you know, if it's an uh, omelette or whatever, I was just like, yeah, it's fine. So um, anything that's kind of pale, I've just assumed I can eat it. So that's been my guiding principle. Well, Gillian McKeith was really famous for you are what you eat, right? Yeah. And you're white. I'm really white. Eat white stuff. Makes sense. It makes so much sense. Yeah, maybe that, that's... I've just aligned my diet with my pasty complexion. It's all working out now. I'm going to start eating bananas <laughs> and lemons. <laughs> Although, I'm not really yellow, though, am I? I'm more of like a... You're just like speedy tanner. colour. Yeah. Oh, what a digression. I think that's because we don't actually want to talk about this episode, right? Yeah. What a shocker. It, this episode oh. was a tough hang. It was a tough hang. We So this is, we did this before last week, but we, this was another one we watched together, sort of, well, apart, but we watched on Skype together, so we were kind of watching a bit of each other's reactions. Um, but yeah, it was a difficult watch, kind of stressful. We both were chatting afterwards, didn't really know what to say to each other, and yeah, we're kind of just couldn't really digest yet i think it felt like it was interesting because it was the first one that wasn't in the house and it's quite confusing because the well there was a week missing right Mm. okay can i just get this clear when there's a week missing it's not like they're not shooting for a week right it just means there's just a break but it still happened they're still filming in real time right i think they still film yeah and that's why the times aren't it's not always eight weeks or it's not always six weeks um delay like it ping pongs back and forth so they just it just depends on what sort of narrative they're trying to create and whether they you know feel they've got enough footage for for an episode yeah because it um it felt very fast like to to, for them to get the clearance from the aquarium to get this airbnb or whatever the amazing house um I mean Kyoto the conversation happened aquarium and then what they just went within a two days time or something but it felt like it was um you know sometimes when you used to watch Hollyoaks I don't know whether you did but in the UK you had the normal Hollyoaks and then you would have the Hollyoaks late night special but it was a bit more shocking <laughs> do you remember that Hollyoaks yeah that's a blast from the past if like for everyone that isn't a UK listener Hollyoaks is a sort of trashy tv show that was on around 6 p.m on channel 4 or it was my favorite yeah it just followed um a few people's young people's lives just getting into trouble romance scandal that sort of thing uh going on in the sort of north of england it was my favorite (laughs) 
When I was younger, I applied for it, you know. To be on it. Well, yeah, I just sent an email round, and I just, to the people, and I think it was like the studios is Lime, Lime something, I think. It was just like, hey, I recognise that you guys don't have, like, any representation of, like, Asian women, East Asian. And then I sent a picture, and they're like, okay, cool, Um, where's your portfolio? And that is when I wrote, wait, hold on, you don't actually have to know how to act to be in Hollyoaks, do you? Because obviously I wasn't an actress. I didn't have like a portfolio. I didn't have like role credits. But yeah, I was genuinely into it. I wanted to be on it. And I thought I could be the first East Asian on it. It's no Terrace House, is it? No, but who knows if I'll ever get into Terrace House. (laughs) Um, I I, I mean, we don't know about these things, but it seems like that could have been largely set up by the production crew it's quite a like nice story like the whole episode followed a very linear storyline in terms of right we're going to Kyoto here's the travel here's the event and then sort of finished up a bit early but sort of had the crescendo of what happened at the end of them going to bed it was it, so in a way it was kind of refreshing to have a, a few a few scenes out of the house because I feel like we haven't had as many as we do normally out of the house you know, the sort of cutaways with the friends and things like that. But, yeah, at the same time, it was very claustrophobic and almost like it felt like you're intruding on two people's dates and even though those two people were sort of almost intruding on each other's dates already. So, yeah, it just was quite a stressful... It was a stressful watch. I have so many questions. It's like, well, what should we talk about first? Do we talk about Chateau and Kai's interaction? Well, let's go character by character because it was very. I, I guess the we had the four, the main four characters within the story, but Shacho and Kai kind of like are the main talking points. But yeah, their 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 interaction initially kicks it off. So we see Kai, who's clearly kind of upset. He seemed a bit deflated, and then yeah, he's looking for Shacho for a bit of advice. And yeah, he seems really down. Right, he's really in a bad place, which continues through the entire episode. Where did it come from? Yeah. I don't know where did it come from it it felt all a bit weird initially it just seemed like he was trying to get out of it maybe from previous interactions it seems like he's not that confident around Hannah well that's how we interpreted it but maybe he just wasn't that into her but when he was sort of listing you know two or three issues just to sort of get himself out of going to the on the trip um yeah Shacho was quite quick to solve all of those but I'm not sure where that's come from. Maybe he does just lack confidence and feels a lot of pressure. Like, it's difficult to sort of pinpoint exactly how serious it is, like him just having a bad weekend or being someone who, you know, struggles a bit with confidence or, you know, his his like you know his mood and that sort of thing. Why do you think he cried? He cried at a particular point of money, didn't he? Yeah. I've 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 got no idea. I mean, certainly throughout the... That's a theme that continued throughout the episode and the the, the, the two uh, women picked it up at the end when they were in the bath and kind of were a bit tough on him considering it seemed like he hadn't really offered to pay for everything. Obviously, they don't know the context of him not having any cash or Chateau saying that he would cover him for the weekend. But still, it sounds like he wasn't really making much of an effort to seem like he, he could have paid. And, you know, male pride's a real tough thing sometimes and it makes us all do very stupid things and it felt like that was a big part of it in terms of he's not in a space to provide whereas Chacho certainly was 
very happy to and almost like him he himself takes pride in being able to pay for things and saying don't worry about it i'll stick on pay pay or don't worry about it, i'll stick on speaker so i think he used that to his advantage who okay if you and i were like going on a date with other people and we'd made a pre pre-arrangement mm. hey look i'm gonna pay for stuff whatever you would just be chill about it right hmm you wouldn't be like, oh, I pay for it. Or like, oh, like maybe I would even say something like, I know they're not best buds, but I would be like, oh, no, um, Stu paid for half of it. Even if you didn't. Yeah. This is like your big date with this girl. You made a prearrangement. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have made it so blatantly obvious. But that was totally his play, wasn't it? I'd have been like, even with the aquarium, Oh, no, 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 Kai's already given me money for it, don't worry. Yeah. Or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. But I think you're right. Over the whole weekend, we saw Shacho being quite pushy generally. I mean, obviously, I think we can think of one example when he's in Kyoto Tower and clearly trying to get a kiss off Yume and she's not so sure about it, but he's really trying to push the agenda. Um, but generally, like, and we saw it with the hosts, every time they were discussing discussing the situation, uh, they were always very concerned about what sort of side or what sort of balance he was maintaining in terms of being too pushy or, you know, being a bit overbearing. And we saw this, like, throughout the entire weekend, right, even with Hannah as well, when he was trying to push the agenda that they all stay in the same room. Yeah. And the idea of, but we kissed at Christmas, so... And he made a joke about the fact that it was the lack of lip balm that probably caused that kiss to not happen. But that kiss did not happen organically over Christmas. Yeah. And yeah, I understand. Sometimes there could be that initial worry at the first stages of a relationship where if you're not having sex every night that you stay over with each other, there might be that moment of you're a bit like, oh, wait, is everything okay? Right? Mm. This is how the reality of it is. It's, it is almost like... Me having slept with someone the first night, the next day, I don't sleep with them. And a guy goes to me, but you slept with me the first date, so why aren't you sleeping with me now? It feels very school schoolyard, right? It's like, no, we've already got to that base, so I've got access now. Yeah, his his viewpoint is a little bit concerning in that sense do you think this is what I, I don't think it is but do you think this is what kai meant about him fucking up i think maybe it could be the start it can't have been the money thing i guess he but i don't think it's this we'll see what happens but clearly i got the impression that there's something going on and it's whatever it is it's meant that he hasn't handled hannah's emotions with the most care that he could, he could have and she was clearly a bit upset about it and obviously put on a brave face but you know a couple of episodes we were like okay they're definitely we can definitely see them getting together but um yeah i mean it was good when we saw him when we met him he seemed a bit happier and compared to the state he's in now but clearly something's affected him and we don't want, really know what it is if it is this then i guess it's a good sign because it's, it's seriously it seems like something that you could make up about, but um, yeah, difficult, difficult to know. You think it's something different? If I was him, I don't know whether I would have called it a fuck up. 
the reality is, yeah, he doesn't have money. It, it, it's He's not a fuck-up because he doesn't have money. Maybe he fucked up because I didn't really understand the conversation he was having with Hannah where he said, you know, I liked you before and I did, but now he feels that with the stand-up comedy, he's going to become more involved with that and then we'll have less time for her. Mm. It sounded like he was doing a Rio. Backing out, backing out the driveway. It 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 was weird. No, Rio never instigated it. So this is what the problem is with Kai. Is this is this the fuck up that Kai instigated it? Basically said, "I like you," and then within two weeks he's like, "Actually, but you know what?" It's like the person who is so desperate to get the person to like them, and as soon as the the other half is finally into them, it's that realization of. Oh, I, I, I actually just wanted to know that they liked me back, yeah. And then they start pulling away. Yeah. Was that the dick move? I don't know. I was, I was so confused. Um, and it, with this episode, I just didn't understand Kai at all. So uh, we have no, we've, we've met the guy once, seemed very chatty, but uh, we have no context as to what's going on with this show and, and in his general life. Um, I guess. You know, people are affected by stuff in different ways, and you know, like being have like being affected by stuff more deeply as a, as a broad spectrum. So, you know, we've both got friends that suffer from suffer with their sort of like mental health in different in different ways. And you know, I'm I'm not saying Kai is um, depressed or anything like that, but clearly something is affecting him very deeply. So, there are certain things that people suffer from that they can't control. So I don't know if it was that just because it's such a strong shift, but yeah, I, I, I don't think we got an explanation. It was very sort of confusing to, to watch the show and see him act that way. Mm. But uh, he was out of his comfort zone for sure. For sure. Yeah. Regardless as a viewer, I Kai a hundred times. And I think in some ways, Hannah surprised me. I didn't think Hannah was so, I think bit by bit, Hannah's true colours are showing. By true colours, I'm not saying that she's something completely different, but this whole cutesy girl innocence, like, ha, 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 I'm so naive and I don't really know what's going on and I've never been touched before kind of thing. It's not true. Like, the way that she's she's asserting herself, in it, rightly so, you know? Mm. She's one of those people, I think, that really shines when someone else is lacking. I think it's difficult to know because also when they sort they they came together to have a, a heart to heart to have the conversation, that was would be the time that you'd hoped you'd learn something, but it just didn't feel like we learned anything at all. I, I still I don't think Kai was opening up very much, or maybe he just doesn't know what's affecting him so much. So yeah, it's difficult to tell, but yeah, it seems like as far as we can tell, that relationship is a is a no go. You think it's sal- salvageable? No, and you know all the while. I could. I really wanted to know what um, Shion and Vivi would have been up to in the house. <laughs> yeah, they were probably having a really good time, just like chilling out, messing around in the house. That might have been a more refreshing episode. Pretending to be models, yeah. joke. But the f- the food that they were having looked so buffed, didn't it? Yeah, that was fucking tasty. Good spot. Mmm. Looks so good. If Chateau did pick it, then maybe he is a good. Uh, maybe he's got some good sides to him. Overall, how did you feel about him and his treatment of the other characters, and also in particular Yume? Like, did he cross the line? 
or how how do you think he handled that? Yume was uncomfortable. That's the f- I've said this a couple of times where I I found it strange that she didn't bat an eyelid in on some of the things, and it felt like she was really used to that kind of behavior. Um, who knows if Hannah wasn't there, she may have been different. Mm. There, there are always going to be guys that are worse than Chacho, girls that are worse than Chacho as well. Because it's not just an isolated to a guy thing, you know. There are some girls who are very pushy. Mm. But either he is his authentic self and it's great that he can be that authentic or if this is how you are on TV and you're representing your company, then holy shit, are you actually 10 times worse outside of Terrace House? Yeah, it's a really good point. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's such a confusing character. Like I think we've we've said this a few times before. Like he represents, you know, some some people that exist, and you know, an awful lot of them exist within lots of different countries. It seems particularly that sort of behaviour can be tolerated more than other places in Japan. Um, and so it's it's conflicting to sort of see him and laugh at him as a, as a character, but he definitely exists in real life. But at the same time, I've experienced this, this is particularly like CEOs. Like I've experienced that. Yeah. I bet. I remember when I was much younger, oh my God, am I allowed to say this? Oh, fuck it. I don't care. Um, CEO of my, um, company, it was just a Christmas party. I hadn't even been there for what? Three weeks. I'd been there. I was just chatting to some new person. He just waltz in and he's like, do you work at so-and-so? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, mm, I'm surprised I didn't recognise you because I'm the owner of this company. And I think I would have noticed a pretty face like yours. <laughs> okay, that was, that I found, because, you know, I'm at that cusp when you are, you know, you're not meant to say that kind of stuff. You, no one says that stuff mm. anymore, you know? You, you're starting to get taught these things as as you you know, leave university and things. And then I just remember he uh, took me around a tour at this private members club that he part owned. And then, um, you know, he sat me down in one of the kitchens and then it was just weird because he was like trying to tell me that he was going to take me to this club. It was called um, Paramount, you know, Paramount in Tottenham Court Road. I don't know. But yeah, the people who knew what he was like obviously went down the stairs and was like, come on, Miss Yumi, we're taking you right up. Come on, let's go. Like, your favourite song is on yeah. or something. And then he said, oh, come with me, come with me. And then it was wild because he... I lied and said, yeah, I'm just getting my bag, I'm just getting my bag. And then I didn't get my bag, which is obviously... He comes up the stairs and then um, barges in and said, I waited for you downstairs. You said you were getting your bag. I've been waiting for you for five minutes. Are you coming or not? Otherwise, I'm going to get. I'm going to invite someone else. And that was when my friend intervened and was just like, look, you know what? You may be the owner of this company, but you don't talk to her like that. And it became like, I remember after that Christmas party, thank goodness he didn't even remember. But it was so weird because then when I'd um, had gotten to be more in the company and then I'd go to drinks and stuff in the pub, a couple of people who obviously went with the CEO to the club had said something like, 
Oh, you're the girl. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, God, that whole night he was bitching about some newbie that's just joined the company and didn't come to the club. You know, that's just one example of how, like, I've seen this behaviour, pushiness, you know. Sadly, it's, it's always people with a bit of power, they abuse it. And he just thinks that because he's the chacho, he can do this. I mean, we're, yeah, we're using his name ironically, but status is power and money is power. And he's someone who is aware of that. And we get the impression that someone like you may responds to that, whether she's aware of it and playing the game or just, you know, blinded by it. But um, you're right. It's like, it's, 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 it's such a nasty thing. But, you know, when you say it, even when you say a story like that, our immediate reaction is to sort of, you know, tell it in a sort of jokey sense and, and gasp. But yeah, it certainly is a dark side to it. Yeah, I didn't even tell about this story. I didn't even tell people until a year or so, you know, because he, I was just started this company. He's the owner. And I didn't really bring it up apart from people who'd experienced it, who'd, who saw it happening. But in this relationship, I really, I like the fact that, um, Hannah and Yumera being open about it, and I hope that in the future they will actually say it to his face properly. They don't have to do this whole, oh, makeup, actually say, you know what, I just think it's too soon, I don't feel comfortable. I know they did, she did touch on the fact that, oh, I don't feel that comfortable um, sharing with, you know, someone that I don't really know, but, you know, I think being direct. How about that, ladies? Why don't you be a bit more direct? You know what? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. That it's it's a lot of props for Hannah just to say, even if it was it was a bit spiky for her to say, you know, what, I don't feel comfortable staying with someone I don't like, and you know, fair play, that's completely legit. But it's something that you know, Chateau came up against and sort of battled her down. And the only way of them being able to not sleep in the room was being indirect and sort sort of sneaking around when the guys were in the bath, which yeah does seem very even then it's sad yeah yeah i'm sort of it's good there was another room basically well it's a good thing there was a kai as well i'm really glad there was kai how do you mean uh, because who knows can you imagine if it was just yume on her own mm, okay yeah i really hope there's a point where it doesn't get worse than this not not i mean obviously nothing bad has happened yet you know nothing bad has happened yet but for sure if yume and hannah were working under chateau's company they could easily file a sexual harassment case, a hundred percent. And then if anyone watched the case, if anyone watched the footage, they could be like, "Yeah, a hundred percent." CEO makes um, hurt them uncomfortable. Yeah, that's fine. You know, it would be valid. Yeah. I hope that he doesn't become any more creepy. Um, I'm sure it's very difficult for both of them to do this, or even Kai is, is someone that should be doing this as well, but. You know, when he's sober, when they've got a bit of time to sit down and maybe have a chat about what they felt was appropriate and if people felt uncomfortable. Because you know what, maybe he'd listen and realise that, understand it. Like, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't fully know. I think Rio if, would have said something if he saw that going down. And Taka from Karuizawa. The dad. Would have probably said something mm. too. Um, yeah, let's just see how it but goes. Yeah, overall, a tough, a tough episode. I'm not saying it's a bad episode. I think it's good to sort of have these to break up some of the stories that we've having, been having recently. But 
yeah, it certainly wasn't the sort of relaxing, light-hearted, putting some baubles on the Christmas tree that we've had recently. I think this is the really good, though. I think Terrace House, some people could be like, whoa, they don't even see the sexual harassment. Or some may say that whoever's, like, produced it is quite... um, Because obviously it's real, but it's quite woke in the way of... um, bringing all of this stuff into people's consciousness. So first of all, you have um, like this sexual harassment, potentially that kind of case. Then you would have um, the idea of like having to hire someone um, when you're exiting a company because there's lots of people that kill themselves over it, you know? Mm. It's just bringing to light lots of um, underlying social observations of Japanese society that may not actually be represented elsewhere. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And also just think about how the hosts have been commentating on the general situation. They are a sort of foil for what the audience are thinking, or certainly they are there to sort of guide audience thinking. And generally, they've been pretty harsh on him. You know, obviously, Yamachan was making some great jokes about him getting a boner. <laughs> Masumi's just written that she needs to go to the loo. <laughs> Can we pause? Yeah, all right. So I just came back from the toilet. <laughs> Refreshed. Um, <laughs> I was, was going to say uh, 50 minutes later, but just it was just a wee, right? I was only gone for a minute. Yeah, speedy. Wasn't I? All right, come on then. Who's your pick and who's your dick? My pick is Shion for having absolutely nothing to do with the uh, episode at all. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to pick Yama-chan just for... He managed to get in a few sleazy jokes, which don't always make it in to the show. Um, But yeah, he was piling them in, so shout out to him for just keeping it blue. I'll take that. Who's your dick? My dick is Shacho for sure. If not for the... uh... Like, you know, he really doesn't care. It's like, he, there's not one moment of, oh, well, actually, I'm making them feel uncomfortable. I think I hang around with very nice people, but, like, yeah, if I've ever, if people have made anyone, made me feel uncomfortable, if I've made anyone feel uncomfortable, I think it'd be quite nice. Like, it might be an afterthought, and he might actually come through. But to apologise, to be like, oh, I'm really sorry, I, 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 I should have seen it from your point of view, and... And that kind of thing he doesn't if not for that at least for Kai he should have he could have dealt with that situation much better to be honest yeah I'd agree the guy clearly had a one-track mind for what was going to happen this weekend and little concern about other stuff going on so yeah he's my dick too all right anything else Any, oh yeah yeah come on you got to announce the winner of the the competition yeah, it took a while, but I'm going to announce that the winner of where um, you win a bit of Kai's work, the winner is a guy called Scotty815. I've already told him that he's won. Um, there were lots of good jokes, but I'm a pun nasser. All the and jokes were great. Joke- all, the, all the entries, thank you so much for entering. They're all fantastic. Oh, Even if all amazing, and you know, 
if anyone wants to revisit them, please go back to that post and also take note of all the funny jokes in response to the jokes that I joked about. <laughs> I mean, but I, I can't win myself, right? I can't actually get one of these postcards <laughs> myself, but this isn't about you, Masumi. Okay, Masumi, you've suddenly got very competitive about jokes. <laughs> I wanted that <laughs> you postcard. You got off track, off track from talking about Scotty 815. So um, give us the joke. So Scotty815, he said, what did the cell say when his sister stepped on his foot? Mitosis. Want to hear a joke about cats? Just kidding. That's the one that did it. Masumi is fueled by puns. I love it. So yeah, there's a there's a postcard coming at you, Scotty, and you. I can see you've already messaged me as well. Appreciate it. Cool. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys, uh, for getting in touch. Um, oh, and yeah, if anyone wants... he lives in Maine. Jeez, man, you're maxing out on our postage. Maine That's man. Our yearly budget. Uh, there she goes. Uh, if anyone wants to get in touch, how can they do it, Masumi? At Terrace House TKO on Instagram and Twitter, and also Terrace House TKO at gmail.com. Fire. Um, and we want to try, I think. Yeah, we've got plans to. Obviously, there's a big um, global situation going on right now, and um, hopefully, you know, our pod, little podcast can add a bit of relief. Um, but yeah, we want to sort of. Uh, also try and use this as a platform to connect with as many people as possible so um, we're gonna do a bit of an experiment over the next few weeks as it doesn't seem like this thing's gonna be going away anytime soon so um, yeah please get in touch and we might be getting in touch with you as well so uh, yeah just keep your eyes peeled for some new bits coming out that will be semi um, terrace house related but um, we'll see how they go indeed well thank you so much Guys, for listening. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, so much for thanks, listening. thanks, G, for putting up with my scatterbrain. No, we've both got it. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, stay safe, everyone, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll speak to you next week. Okay, bye bye.